Welcome to the Coaching for Leaders podcast. Hey everyone, I'm your host Dave Shep. Today we're going to be covering a range of topics on leadership, life purpose, goals, and what you're doing in your life to be happy. I'm a business coach, life coach, and I got a bit of woo-woo in me. I've been creating leaders for over 25 years, and I hope that this show inspires you to bring out your hidden potential and empowers you to live your passion. Let's go ahead and start today's show. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 12. This is going to be the uh, last podcast of 2020. So Merry, Merry Christmas for last week. Um, I took last week off. I did not publish uh, an episode uh, because of family and Christmas. And um, so I'm doing it today, and we will be ushering in the new year in the next couple of days, which is kind of fun and exciting. Uh, I have to go get some... Uh, medicine from my vet because fireworks absolutely destroy my dog when whenever he hears fireworks he just becomes the cowering fearful shaking anxious labrador retriever um he's a golden lab and he is terrified of fireworks and then i have a german shepherd that's like bring it on you know more more um so (laughs) it's really funny so we always have to go to the vet and get some medicine for my lab whenever fourth of july or new year's hits because our neighborhood we live in the rural areas of oregon and our neighborhood is loud (laughs) with fireworks (laughs) so we're going to make sure and take care of that so how are you going to spend your new year's i hope it's going to be safe and fun i I know it's hard with the quarantine and, and with a lot of the shutdowns but i hope that you are able to Zoom in the new year, as they would say. (laughs) Um, Today, I thought I would like to talk about, gosh, what are we going to talk about? I'm going to talk about toxic relationships because I think that that is something that I haven't really hit on too much. I think it dropped my pen. I think I hit on it somewhat uh, in some of my podcasts, but but never really in in a lot of detail. So I want to talk about it in detail today. Toxic relationships in your life can take on many forms, um, you know, and, and it's hard because sometimes it can be family, sometimes it can be friends, coworkers, spouses, uh, relationships, children, um, you know, and a lot of different levels of tox- toxicity in your life. The hard part with some of these toxic relationships is you can't get them out of your life. Like, it's very hard if you have a toxic family member to remove them in certain situations. I mean, some, sometimes you can, sometimes you can just avoid them or whatever, but if you live with them or if you uh, have to see them frequently, or if they are the mother of your child, you know, uh, if, if you're a single parent, you know, all these, all these things. So there, there's different levels of toxicity. Um, one level of toxicity is it's someone you can easily remove from your life. You have a friend who is just completely toxic for you puts you down never builds you up never is there for you always uses you as a complete narcissist it's very simple to say hey what i don't want to be friends with you anymore when that's in the workplace it's hard because you have a job you're good at your job you like everybody there but you got this one person so you have this one person who is just completely toxic sometimes it can be your boss sometimes it can be a co-worker sometimes it can be a subordinate and knowing that you have a choice of, well, I could quit the job because this person makes my life miserable or I have to tolerate them. So how, how do you do that? How do you tolerate a toxic person? How do you not let their words bother you and affect you? Uh, it goes with family members too. 
you know, if, if you are, um, if you have children and, you know, you have teenagers and your teenagers can, can just, they can be toxic sometimes because they just don't appreciate things. They don't listen to you. Um, you love them. You want to care for them. And you're just having such a hard time and their words hurt, you know? Um, and, and I've, I've seen this before. I've seen 16, 17, 18 year old kids living at home, even 25 year olds living at home that can be vicious to their parents. Uh, and the parents don't know what to do. They don't know how to handle it. You know, it's like, well, I love him and, and I love her and, and they don't mean it. Well, you know what? The little shits do mean it and they're being ungrateful assholes. So no, st stand up for yourself. Get your personal power. You know, toxic relationships that you have to maintain can be diffused. And that's what a lot of people don't understand. And the way that you diffuse a toxic relationship is you have to take away their power. I've talked a lot about uh, personal power in my podcast. I've talked a lot about boundaries. I've talked a lot about self-esteem, self-respect. Self-respect, self-esteem, and boundaries are key to removing a toxic influence in your life when you can't remove that person. Okay, You have a toxic person in your life, and because of whatever reason, you're choosing not to remove them. Okay, And I get this. I totally, totally get this. So what we do is we take away their power. The way that we take away their power is you have to realize that they have no fucking power over you. You have to say to yourself and you have to believe that whatever this person believes is their own fearful beliefs. Sometimes they say it out of love. Sometimes they say it out of jealousy. Sometimes they say it out of resentment. Whatever their motivations are, you have to realize that they are their motivations. It's their motives. If they're trying to tear you down and tell you that you're not good enough, they're trying to tear you down and tell you that you made bad decisions. They're trying to tell you tear you down and tell you that you can't be an entrepreneur. You can't succeed at your job. You can't get that promotion. That is just total bullshit. Some people take that as fuel and say, well, you know what? I'm going to prove you wrong and I'm going to do it. Some people, though, shut down and they don't live their dreams because this one person takes that away from them and they allow it. It's just like I talked to someone once and I said, uh, we were talking about religion and God and it's like, well, why, why don't, why, you know, why are you an atheist? Why don't you believe in God? And he's like, well, I had this nun in Catholic school and she was just a bitch. So because of that, you know, because she was so mean all the time, I, I don't believe in God. And I'm like, okay, so you're telling me that you let one person from your childhood take away this connection with the, the almighty, the, the spirit, you know, you know, whatever your belief system is, whatever it could be, you're taking away this connection with something more than you because of one person from 15 years ago that you don't know that you don't have any contact with. A toxic entity came into your life. A toxic person came into your life and formed your basis of being. And that's bullshit. Okay. Do your own fucking research. Do your own fucking thing. If, you don't, if you're an atheist, don't blame it on a nun from school. Blame it on the fact that you have not expanded your consciousness enough to realize that there's more to life than just the physical well-being. That there's more to death than just drying up and decaying in a box. Okay, That goes along with work and business as well. I have people who have so much potential. And when I say, you know, I think you're more than you are. Why, why didn't you ever try to go into management or why didn't you ever try to do more? 
And they're like, well, you know, I, I had one of my coworkers talking one time that it, it was really pointless that they're just going to hire people that they like. It's very clickish in this organization. It's like, then get another organization. If you're going to sit here for 10 years in the same position and not try for anything because you think the organization is clickish, clickish either A, prove it wrong, or B, get another job to where you can live up to your potential. There's so much potential that you have, and when you let when you let a toxic person take that away, when you let a toxic person remove your identity, that, that's total, total bullshit. And you need to step into your power and take away theirs. Because only you know what you're truly capable of. And if you're full of shame and self-regret that you're letting toxic people say things to you and you're okay with that, you seriously need to need to message me. Tell me the circumstances and, and, I, and I'll tell you what to say. I will tell you how to fix this and how to come into your power because it's not right that someone is able to have that kind of control over you. You know, I, I have worked with people in the past that as soon as I meet them, the first thing that I try to do when I'm working with a new client is I try to identify who's a support system and, and who are the toxic entities in their life. You know, it's especially hard when it's a, a boss. You know, a person has a really good paying job, they make great money, and they have a boss that is just one of the most arrogant, piggish people you could ever meet. I mean, I've heard some horror stories of the way that bosses treat their employees. And they're like, well, the job pays too well, and you know, I, I, I just I can't do it. However, this boss is making this person's life miserable. It's affecting their family, it's affecting their relationship with their with their spouse, it's affecting them physically, health-wise. They literally are driving into work every morning and they have anxiety attacks. Okay, this this is not right, guys. We we can't allow this kind of behavior, especially in today's world. We don't allow this. If you work for a big corporation, you have a freaking HR department. Your boss has a boss. Okay. If the company mentality is it's okay to treat your employees this way, get another company. If you think you're not good enough to apply for another job because you're stuck because you make too much money in this job and this job is comfortable, again, message me and talk to me about it. And, and I will help you figure out a way that you can feel comfortable looking for another job where you can make the same money with the same responsibilities and, and more potential for growth and in a healthy, healthy work environment. There are so many good leaders out there. There are so many good companies out there, but you have to find them. And if you're stuck in a toxic environment where you are not able to grow as a person, where your dreams and passions are squished, then that's not right. And you have to you have to call it out and, and say, look, this sucks. I am not going to live in this situation. I am better than this. I am worth more. If you currently don't have a job, if, 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 the, if uh, the pandemic has affected your position somehow and you're sitting there on unemployment and you're thinking you can't get a job, no, that's not true. There are many, many different companies hiring right now you just have to look and think outside the box 
or open up your own business. Figure out what you're good at, what your passion is, and then figure out how to monetize it. Problem solve it. Okay. Uh, so much of 2021 is going to be online. You know, I have become very good friends with Zoom <laughs> because my business, you know, in February 2020 was all face to face. Um, you know, it was face to face life coaching, face to face coaching, face to face business consulting. Um, you know, I, I'm a healer, so I, I had face to face Reiki sessions, all, all, the, all these different things as well. All of that went away in February when the pandemic hit, and I was like, oh, sh where, where'd my revenue streams go? So I've had to adapt this year. And I'm going into 20, uh, 2021 in, in a very good position because I have adapted my business. And I've taught others to adapt theirs as well. I've, I've taught people how to expand their revenue streams in their companies. I've taught people how to talk to their companies about working from home and make it a win-win for everybody. And, and, and you can do this too, but you have to believe in yourself. And that's the first part of removing a toxic work boss and a toxic situation at work is believing in yourself that you're worthy. You are worth compassion, compassion from others and compassion for yourself. Now, if you have a toxic relationship in your home, that makes it even harder. If you have a spouse that is verbally abusive, emotionally abusive, again, you're letting that person tear you down and you need to you need to stop it. If you are enabling them, if, if if you are a parent who has children living at home and your children are not paying rent, they're not helping out, you're allowing that. You're enabling this type of behavior rather than setting boundaries and realizing that you know what? No, we all live in this house. We all are a community. You both, you know, both your have jobs, you and, and the child, then you should be paying. If you're living with a 20-something child and they are not paying any rent, you're not helping them by, by letting them live at home for free so that they can save money. What you do is you figure out a fair percentage and let them contribute. And if it's not going to be money, then it needs to be time. There needs to be household chores, household maintenance, yard maintenance, whatever. But they need to have responsibility. Because if you make it so easy on them that they're they're at home and it becomes a toxic a toxic situation because you start resenting them or it becomes even more toxic because they become entitled and then they start saying things and doing things to you that is just going to start chipping away it, it it's not healthy you're not doing anything for your child now what if the roles are reversed what if you're the toxic person do you ever look at yourself and say geez i'm I'm kind of mean to people. You know, if you're listening to this podcast and you hear me talk about all these toxic things and you're like, yeah, nobody's really toxic to me. Let's do a little bit of a self, self inventory here and a self evaluation. Are you the toxic asshole? Because again, you need to think about that. Do you have people who come in and out of your life and you don't have any real relationships? Do you have people who just walk away from you at times? Think about that. And you're like, it's them, not me. No, it's you. So again, take that honest self-evaluation and realize that it's okay if this is how you've been, but it's not okay if this is how you keep being. 
we all have to do that self-inventory, that, that reflective look in the mirror at times in our life and say, hey, this isn't how I want to live my life. This isn't how I envisioned it. If, if I'm mean to people, am I using it as a defense mechanism? If, is it my own insecurities that makes me be a mean boss? Am I putting numbers before people? Am I doing something at work and I'm crushing people's dreams and hopes because I just do it because I'm being told to do it by my bosses? You, you know, those are the kind of things you, you have to self-evaluate and figure out. Again, reach out to me if you need any help with that. But when you have these kind of toxic relationships, you have to either walk away or you have to adapt. If you can't remove yourself from the situation, if you can't remove the toxic person from the situation, then you need to adapt. And when I say adapt, what I mean is you have to take away their power. You have to make it to where their words mean absolutely nothing to you. They cannot affect your mood. They cannot affect your day. They cannot affect your emotions. Whenever they say something, you just completely dismiss it because you have taken away their power and you've reclaimed your own. If anyone is being mean to you, you need to evaluate what what does that mean? Okay, so if it's a friend that you casually talk to and they're just saying you know hurtful things or, or using you or or using any you know using your items or your gifts or your you know your automobile whatever, and it just is like a take 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 relationship, that's not healthy. Walk away. There doesn't need to be any drama. You just walk away. Because that's what helps you maintain your level of happiness. Because you can't be surrounded by people in your life who constantly take, take, take from you. If you surround yourself by narcissists, it's not a good situation. So what you need to do is look at the people in your life, make a list, make a list of your support system. These people on the left are, they, they unconditionally support me. They tell me that I can be successful. They help me. They are there for me whenever I need them. I could call them at 2 AM in trouble and they would be at my side no matter what. This, this is my support system. They build me up. They're always there for me. They listen they don't try to fix me. They don't try to change me. They simply accept me for who I am and they love me. That is what you want to surround yourself with. That needs to be your criteria. That needs to be your minimum baseline of what's acceptable in your life. Anything less than that, anything more harmful than that, you need to evaluate and figure out what changes you need to make to get that toxic influence out of your life. If it's a client who's toxic and you own a business and you dread working with this client, sometimes it can be a big client and the client is just so demanding and so much an asshole. Okay, this is not one of those things where the customer is always right or I have to keep this client because he's my biggest client and he takes way more time than your other clients. He makes you feel bad about your business, about yourself. He does not understand your value. He constantly talks about pricing and how, you know, you need to cut me a deal, blah, 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 blah. No, bullshit. If you have a client like that, get rid of him. 
and then work hard to replace them with another client. It's very, very simple to do that. People think it's not like Dave, you know, you can't say this. It's, it's not plausible. Bullshit. There's 7.5 billion people on this planet. If you're dealing with one asshole, get rid of them and go find somebody who works with your company, who values what you bring to the table. If, if you're if you're a coach, if you offer a service, if you have a product and someone is you're working with them as a client or they're a distributor or whatever, and they're not being good to you, good to your company. This is your dream. This is your, as a solopreneur, as an entrepreneur, this is your baby, your passion. You put your blood, sweat, and tears in it. You have the right to say, no, I'm not going to do this. I fired many clients in my coaching career over the last 20 years because they don't value me. They don't, you know, they take advantage of my gifts, all, all of these different things. There is nothing wrong with that. You need to do that. You need to feel comfortable saying, yes, I'm, I'm worthy. And yes, I should work with people who respect me, especially when you're self-employed. If you're working for a company and you have employees who are just horrible to work with and you're their leader, you need to coach them. You need to hold them accountable for the behavior. You need to involve HR. You need to involve other people if you need to. But you need to fix that situation because that toxic person that you can't stand working for you, what damage are they doing to your team? Because you are a leader who is not doing anything about this person, you're damaging your team. And, and I can tell you this from previous experience where I had leaders who, who my supervisors, my managers for, for whatever reason, where they knew that someone was toxic and they knew that someone was horrible and they would put them in with me because they didn't have the balls to take care of it themselves. And they knew that I would. And I coached this person. I managed this person. I held this person accountable. I used the tools necessary or, or, or tools that I had. I, I involved HR and if they did not change, I got rid of them because they were disruptive to my team. So if you are a leader and you are not doing anything about someone being disruptive to your team, then you are not a leader. You're a manager. There's a big difference there. So I need you to, to dig deep and, and really evaluate the people in your life, really evaluate the people around you. And if you need help trying to figure this out, again, DM me, message me, email me, whatever. And, and I'll give you some guidance and give you some help. Because this is one of the things that I do. I help people create better teams. I help, create, I help people build this servant-style leadership that is just, it brings in many different facets. And I just want you to be successful. And people, sometimes they don't realize they're being jerks. Sometimes they're being jerks because it's the only way they know to be because they think, I can't show weakness. If I show weakness, then people aren't going to listen to me. If I show weakness, then people aren't going to see me as a leader and I'm not going to get promoted. If I show weakness, blah, blah, blah. And this turns them into the, these dicks. So again, I, I can give you some tools to help 
someone realize this. I can give you tools to help remo remove this kind of toxic person from your life or change them. Because a lot of people, I, I will be honest, a lot of people don't realize they're, they're being this way. And when you do hold up that mirror and when you set this expectation and you, you're like, look, you know, I love you and but you're mean. Okay. You're mean to me. You're mean to others. And I'm tired of it. So you need to change. If you don't change, I really want you to just walk away from my life. And, and I can help you frame that conversation and have that conversation. And I've helped many people in the past have that conversation and 75% of the time it worked out to where the person changed. The person didn't realize that their actions were so harmful. The person was open to coaching. The person was open to say, hey, you mean so much to me that I'm going to change my behavior. And I didn't know that I was hurting you. I thought that I was just trying to protect you or trying to love you a certain way. And I realized that I was wrong. We, we can overcome these type of situations. We can overcome these kind of toxic relationships. But the first thing you have to do is you have to define that baseline. What is acceptable and what is not acceptable? When you make this list of the on the left side of people who support you, and then on the right side of people that tear you down or people that make you feel uncomfortable or people that crush your dreams or people that just, when you realize you have to go spend time with them, you just like, I'd rather not. Okay. When you build this list and you see it, hopefully the left side is a lot more fuller than the right side. But if the right side is so full of people and the left side is barely has any, anybody, if you have no support system or very limited support system, then you're making some bad choices. And what I mean by that is you're making bad choices of who you're allowing in your life and you're making bad choices because it's okay. I, I once had a, a person who was so mean to themselves. Like they would walk into the room with a group of friends and they made such fun of themselves to where they kept their friends laughing because they would tell these stories and just poke fun of them and say how weak they were and say what a fuck up they were. And, and, and I saw this a, a couple of times. It was, it was like a, a group meetings, a group, a group of friends. And, and so I pulled this person to the side one time. I'm like, why, why do you make fun of yourself like that? Why is it that you make yourself the butt of every joke and that you constantly put yourself down? And they said, well, it's, it's easier for me to do it than how my friends all, always do it. So if I do it, then I don't get my feelings hurt. But when they do it, it they're mean to me. And, and this is such a, it was such a hard situation because this person had such little self-worth and such little self-confidence that he thought the only kind of friends that he could have were friends who were bullies and friends who were mean to him and friends who saw him as weak and the butt of every joke. You know, so again, me being me, I, I called him out and I was like, no, that's bullshit. These are the things that I see in you. These are the, this is the potential that I see in you. This is, what I see. And this is what you're allowing. You're making the choice to be friends with these people that you have no business being friends with. They do not respect you. They tolerate you. They let you come in and pay for drinks. They let you come in and, you know, use your truck to, for whenever they have to move. They use you. You don't need to be friends with them. 
And they're like, but we've been friends since childhood. Well, you know what? Again, you're simply allowing it. You have such low self-esteem that you're allowing people to be mean to you. This is unacceptable. Fast forward three years. This person is thriving. It is so amazing to see his life now compared to what it was. He completely removed every one of those six friends. He's got new friends. Got a new job. He moved to a different state because he met a girl online. And it was amazing. And their relationship is going strong. And it's all because he started realizing that he didn't need these toxic influences in his life. You can do that too. You have to, you have to know that you can't allow this type of toxic behavior. I think one of the hardest parts is what happens when the toxic person in your life is you directed at yourself. You know, your internal voice. I'm not good enough. I'm stupid. I'm ugly. I'm fat. I'm weak. You know, I've done this. I've, do, I've done this horrible thing. I can never be a good person. You know, uh, it, it's who I love you know, because I'm gay. I suck. No, you, you know, all this self decrimination or whatever, whatever the word is. <laughs> and whenever you try to hurt yourself like that, it's such bullshit. So please know that if you are your own toxic person in your life and you're toxic to yourself, that's, that's not healthy. And you have to get help. You really do need to talk to someone. You need to talk to someone in a coaching profession. You need to talk to someone in a counseling profession. Someone that you know, you, you can read block, you know, all, all these different things that you can do, but you have to figure out what is the reason that you hate yourself. What is the reason that you tell yourself that you are unworth, that you're not worthy, that you're not good enough. And then we have to take away that power. You need to go back and listen to some of my previous podcasts about self-esteem, self-confidence, and self-love. And finding your personal power. And it all stems a lot from that. And then eventually developing self-respect. But you need to learn to respect yourself in order to take away that toxicity. That negativity. If you are so diminished that you have absolutely no hope for the future, if you constantly walk around and say, my life sucks, my life is horrible, then you, you got to figure it out. You know, is it depression? Is it something clinical? Is, is it something that you need help with? Is it something you need medication for? I do not condone medication of any kind, mainly because I've had such bad experience with experiences with prescriptions just being written without any kind of proper diagnosis. So for me, I'm a little bit jaded. I admit that I've got friends who will go in and they will talk to a counselor for less than three minutes and they're getting a prescription for some kind of antidepressant. And it just makes me sick that doctors can prescribe stuff like this without a proper, proper intake. And, and, and I, I know that I've seen, I've been with someone in a doctor's office and, and, and then I question it. I'm like, you met with them for less than 10 minutes. They fill out a five question questionnaire and you're telling them that they're, that they're ADD and you're going to give them Adderall. 
You, you, just because he asked for it? No. I've seen this person sit and do complex math computations or sit on the computer and, and do things. They do not have ADD. They're simply tired. And they come in and ask you for Adderall and you give it to them. And, and I've had these conversations and it, it is it it sucks that the the way that people try to deal with this kind of stuff. So I want you to I want you to back up and realize, hey, I don't have to be mean to myself. If I'm depressed, I need to I need to get some help. I need to talk to family. I need to talk to a friend. I need to talk to a mentor. I need to talk to a coach. I need you to do something that allows you an out, that gives you some hope. Because if you are walking around saying that my life sucks, I'm not good enough for this promotion, or I'm stuck, then that's not true. Every one of us has leadership potential in us. We just have to uncover it and find it. Every one of us has the ability to change another person's life. But if we're so focused on our own life that we don't focus on other people, then we're not in that servant role of leadership and we're not going to be a good leader. The hard part is, is I know so many leaders who look good on the outside. Literally, they have the looks, they dress the part, they have the car, they have the house, they have the 2.5 kids. They are on the outside so incredible that people want to be them. But then behind the scenes, behind closed doors, it's so different. And when you have to work so hard to put on this public persona, um, this work persona, this professional persona, this entrepreneur persona, and then when you close the doors, you are just so full of doubt, self-hatred, self-loathing, uh, and anger. If you have, if that's who you are, then you need to reach out to someone because there shouldn't be that, that bridge, or there shouldn't be that big of a gap, okay, between your professional and your, your personal life. One of the exercises I do with people when I'm coaching them is I will have them make a two minute video of everything about them in their pub, their public persona, like what people see. And, and, and I just say that I want you to basically do a commercial about yourself, about your life. And I'll, and, and they, they do this video and they play it and they're like, yeah, man, this is me. Okay. So then I'll wait a couple of days and then I'll go to them and say, okay, so now I want you to make a, another video. Another two-minute video. This is only for you. No one's ever going to see it. It is only for you. And I want you to talk about what people what people don't see. I want you to talk about who you re really are. Not the public image. Not the brand that you've created for people to see. Not what you, you show your girlfriend. Not what you show your family. The real you. And then they'll do that. And then I have them wait a day or two. And then I have them watch both videos alone. I don't. I never get to see these videos. I have them watch them alone after a couple of days because I needed to sit and resonate. And then once they watch the videos, uh, um, then usually we'll talk afterwards. And nine times out of ten when I've done this with clients, it is so vastly different and so shocking to them that they had no idea that they spent so much of their energy being fake, so much of their energy being that lying about who they are. 
and, and it, it, it's a wake-up call. So what I try to do is I try to take people's personal lives and their interior, all of their fears, all of their self-doubt, and make that and bring that into the light so that we kind of bridge that gap. We don't need to be this over-the-top brand where everybody thinks we're incredible and, you know, we spend way too much money that we don't have and, and, and all these things get deeper and deeper in credit card debt because we're trying to impress a woman or trying to impress, you know, people or family. It, it doesn't need to be like that. So I try to teach people to be comfortable in their own skin. And this video exercise is amazing. If you all do this, I highly recommend it because it will, it will wake you up. So shoot the first video, two minutes of what people see, what people see in you, you know, your confidence, all of these things that everybody sees the outside of you. Then you're going to wait about 48 hours and you're going to shoot the video of who you truly are. Your hopes, fears, everything. You're just going to say, this is who I really am. This is you with no makeup on. <laughs> and then um, I don't want you to watch them together. I want you to wait a couple days. I want you to let it sit. I want you to think about it. Then after a couple more days, then I want you to watch both videos together. Four minutes of your life. And I want you to see if they're close. If they are close, I'm proud of you. If, if they are extremely close that your, your behind-the-scenes person is the same as the person you show in public, I'm proud of you. But, again, nine times out of ten, it's vastly different. It's vastly different because people don't see how in debt you are. People don't see your insecurities. People don't see how much in pain you are, but you do. And it's not that I'm saying I want you to show people all of this stuff, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is I want to help raise the interior person, raise the person that people behind the scenes, I want to help raise your self-esteem, raise your, raise your self-respect, all of these things so that you feel more comfortable with yourself. So that you don't have, you don't have to live in debt, that you don't have to live uh, with a physical body that you don't want, that you're out of shape, that you're unhealthy, all, all these things. I want, I want to help raise that stuff. But then I also want to lower the other stuff. I want to make it to where you're not so over the top living a fake life that you have to worry about your social media posts and you're worried about how people look at you and you're worried about what you look like on LinkedIn and all these things. I, I want to kind of bridge those two to where they are more close and more compatible so that you're not so fake. Because when you are fake like this, that's where that toxic person comes in. Because you tell yourself, I suck. I have, to, I have to be better. I can't make this social media post because I'm worried about what people will say. I can't, you know, I have to lie. I have to fake it. I have to have fake relationships. Because fake relationships are part of what's toxic. They're not a support system. If someone likes you because you're being fake, that's not a support system. Because that fakeness is going to shine through eventually. People are smart. People see. People know certain types of people. Especially as they age and they get, they get more, more wisdom. So you need to understand that this isn't a good way to live. And you're not going to attract a mate or that soulmate or that spouse 
if you're fake. Okay, and then you're going to attract someone who tries to fix you. That's the worst. Whenever you attract anybody in your life and they try to change you or fix you, ugh. Okay, you don't need to be fixed. You fix yourself. You work on yourself. You don't wait for somebody to come into your life and do it for you. Okay, do it yourself. If you have a, if you're currently in a relationship and that person is always telling you you need to change or you're not good enough or you need to be a better at this, a better at that, it it it's toxic. Okay, you don't need to be fixed by anyone. You need to expand and transform into the person that you're supposed to be. But you do that on your own, on your own terms, organically. Not because someone is making you. You don't need to be fake to draw in a partner. Because then you're drawing in a fake partner. You need to be real. You need to be real with yourself. And you need to bring in a partner that is a true support system. Someone who is not toxic. And if that means you have to wait a little bit longer, then wait. Because the wait is worth it. That immediate gratification that you're seeking is part of the problem. I think immediate gratification is one of the worst things in the world for a lot of people. Because it's when you truly take the time, when you truly, when you truly make the right decisions, when you truly wait for what's good for you, it, it always has such better benefits to you. And you're worth this. Each and every one of you listening is worth this. If you're taking the time to listen to this podcast, you are worth being in a healthy relationship. You're worth being in a very healthy relationship with yourself. You're worth developing boundaries and self-respect and self-esteem. And you are worth people not being mean to you. People have no right to try and tear you down. Society has no right to try and tear you down. If you know in your heart that you're a good person, you need to grab onto your uniqueness. You need to grab onto how special you truly are and not listen to what other people say. Take away their power so they can't be toxic to you. Cut them out of your life if they are toxic. If someone says that they, you, you know, it, every time that I have, I have this one client. Every time that he has a friend and he tells his friend, this is what's wrong, this is what you're doing wrong, the friend will always turn it around and make it towards this person's fault. If you have people like that in your life, that's ridiculous. If you have someone in your life that just makes you crazy or, or is just mean to you or whatever way, and then when you try to address it, they turn it around on you and make you think that you're inferior or make it you think it's your fault, and they never accept any personal responsibility for their behavior, cut them out of your life. This is, this is the time in your life where you need to grow and you need to expand and you need to transform into the leader that you are. And you can't do that if you're being drugged down by people. So you need to figure this out and you need to ask for help. Never be so proud that you can't ask for help. There are people who always want to help someone for the right reasons. You just need to work a little bit harder to find them. You've got coaches. You've got mentors. You've got friends. You've got extended family. Whatever you have that you can find. Coworkers. Whatever. 
look for someone who wants to help you for the right reasons. Find that sounding board. Find that balance. Because if you are such a fake person that you are friends with people that don't respect you, you have no balance. You're not grounded. And that's what you need to be. So again, reach out to me if you have any questions. I will always be glad to help in, in some way. I, I will refer you, help you, get, give you a, advice on a certain situation. I, I never mind doing that kind of stuff. So please, you can contact me on Instagram at dave.shep. Uh, I've got Dave Shep Consulting on Facebook is my page. You can like it and message me through there. My email is dave at daveshepconsulting.com. So if you if you need any help, please know that I'm here. Also, I do um, I do two other podcasts. I'm going to do some shameless plugs right now. So I have a podcast also on Apple and Spotify and Stitcher called Heal the Healers, and it's for um, those with healing abilities and healing modalities. Um, and and uh, it's a great podcast. I do a lot of interviews on that one. And then I do another podcast where I'm a co-host called Blue Collar Fitness Podcast. Uh, it's a life coach and three personal trainers. Um, so check out those two podcasts as well. I'll put some information in the show notes uh, on how to listen to them. So if you have any questions, please let me know. I hope you've enjoyed this. And again, remember that you are worth having a great support system. And that you need to remove anybody toxic in your life or you need to quiet them down and set those boundaries and expectations that their words have no power over you. You can do this. Take care.